It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Redskins. Your daily Washington Redskins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And we welcome you to another episode of the Locked On Redskins podcast. As always, Redskins fans, we thank you for listening, downloading, and being a part of the show and the process. Please make sure you tell a friend. Please continue to download wherever you download the Locked On Redskins podcast and your favorite Locked On podcast. Just a couple of promotional reminders. Don't forget... Coming up on Friday on the Locked On NFL channel, and we will have this uh, audio for you uh, on Monday, I believe it will be. Uh, If I'm remembering my notes correctly, there's a lot of stuff going on and a lot of stuff to keep track of. Um, But we will have the audio of who I picked in the Locked On podcast podcast mock draft and as well and as well uh, we will have the audio explanation uh, as to who and why I picked this person for the Washington Redskins number two so you can hear the number two pick and my explanation for it it premieres tomorrow Uh, and then there's a schedule day by day over the uh, next six days or so Uh, again obviously with the Redskins at number two you can hear from the Bengals Redskins Lions Chargers Dolphins and Giants on the Friday April 10th edition of the Locked On NFL uh, podcast so make sure you do that again we will be able to provide you the pick and the analysis that I've already done uh, as part of the mock draft special that will run on the Monday episode of the Locked On Redskins podcast. But again, go to Locked On NFL, uh, wherever you download, you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, uh, you follow on Spotify, wherever you go, Megaphone, Player FM, uh, just all over, wherever you normally download. And just in addition to the Locked On Redskins podcast, if you're not already doing that, uh, please check out the Locked On NFL podcast and the Locked On NFL uh, production of this mock draft special that we're doing as a network of insiders. And again, everybody can do a mock draft. Everybody can do picks. Everybody can do written stuff. The advantage that we have is we have an entire network of team reporters and analysts and insiders. And then we provide you with that audio boom after the pick. It's one thing to say, well, I take Joe Burrow. Well, well, here's why I'm taking Joe Burrow, and it might not be exactly what you're thinking. You know, uh, here's the reason why. Or I'm taking fill in the blank for the Redskins, and I'm trying obviously not to give it away. Uh, here's the reason why I did this as opposed to this. So, again, make sure you check out the Locked On NFL podcast wherever you normally subscribe. Uh, Apple, uh, Spotify, follow. Player FM, all of that, Megaphone, uh, 
Friday, April 10th edition will be the Redskins, of course, at number two. And then we will have that audio for you uh, early next week right here as to why we made the pick that we did and the explanation. All right. Meanwhile, uh, before we get to Ron Rivera, which you're going to continue to hear from the Redskins head coach who met with the media earlier this week at length, and you're going to hear what he said uh, about the tight end position uh, and about some of the unique challenges that every team, and quite honestly, he and the Redskins are having uh, with their draft. Before we get to that, we should point out this. There's been a lot of connection and speculation, of course, with Tua Tunga Viola. Uh, at number two with the Redskins since the Redskins met with him at the scouting combine in Indianapolis. As you know, I've been very, 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 very upfront uh, with this, and I do not think the Redskins should in any way be in the Tua Tonga Viola business. They shouldn't have been in the Tua Tonga Viola business before they traded for Kyle Allen. To me, it is nonsense I, I like I would be I, I gotta be honest with you I'd be furious if the Redskins took to a tongue of oil I'd just be furious you're never gonna hear the end of it from me uh, and that might upset some people and it has nothing to do with Dwayne Haskins as much as it has everything to do with I'm sorry I just don't think he's ever gonna be healthy I th- that's rough I know people somehow majestically miraculously, you know jack and the beanstalk Get healthy after being Thomas Davis is a perfect example, right? Three ACLs, and now he's played the last, what, six years, and he's only missed, I think, a total of six games, which is pretty damn good, right? Uh, I understand that that happens. It's one thing for Thomas Davis to do that. It's one thing to lose Thomas Davis. You don't want to lose anybody. It's another thing to lose your quarterback. It's another thing to not know week to week who your quarterback is going to be and whether he can practice and whether he can develop that timing and that rhythm and that just overall chemistry with the entire offense, the receivers, the tight ends, the running backs, everything, footwork, mechanics, just everything, whether they then start to press to compensate for something. Listen, I understand you can't prevent all injuries. I get that a guy like Ben Roethlisberger, who's been banged up a lot in his career, and has always been an injury concern, I guess. Not always, but for the most part, and he's missed plenty of time. I get that Ben Roethlisberger is one of the rare examples that you can point to and say, look, that guy overcame a ton of injuries and still won two Super Bowls. I got it. I understand that. I get it. Ben Roethlisberger to me is like one in, I don't know, one in 5,000, you know, it's just hard to find guys like that, that can be as productive and as good as he can be and is with all of the injuries that he's incurred. Let me ask you this. And and, and I've talked about this and I've written about this um, at redskinsreport.com. Like if you had a chance to choose just if you line them up and, and, and ignored the team factor. But if you had a chance to choose between Ben Roethlisberger and, let's just say, Eli Manning, okay, most people would absolutely slam dunk say Ben Roethlisberger. And Ben Roethlisberger is the better quarterback. So I understand that. But Eli Manning never missed a start in his career 
unless he was awkwardly benched by the Giants for that one game two years ago, and then after week three this year, or during week three. And then he retired. Like Eli Manning's won two Super Bowls too. No matter what you say about his regular season, he was there every single week. I'm not the hugest Eli Manning fan. Uh, There is no doubt Ben Roethlisberger, in my opinion, is a better quarterback and more consistent. But you can't say, well, one's won two Super Bowls, one's... No. They both won two. Who would you rather have? The guy that answers the bell every week or the guy that's probably the better quarterback? To me, I'd rather sacrifice a little top-shelf talent and production for a guy that's going to be there every week, for a guy that just somehow, somewhat, even without great mobility, never got hurt. Russell Wilson, great mobility. Houdini-like. Only won one Super Bowl. Should have won two. He started 128 games in a row. 128. I mean, I could go on and on and on and on. We all know Kirk Cousins hasn't missed a start by design in five years as a starter. He did miss the final regular season game of this year. That was Mike Zimmer's decision, not Kirk Cousins. Um, Philip Rivers. No Super Bowl titles. Been a very, 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 very productive quarterback going to the Hall of Fame, I'm sure. Hasn't missed a start in 14 years. 14. And people somehow overlook that. Uh, I don't get how they overlook it. But that's what brings us back to Tua Tonga Viola. Michael Lombardi of GM Street Podcast, former NFL executive, um, Radio.com. Had on his podcast, and I tried to get him on, but, you know, there's a conflict, you know, between the podcast and whatever. Um, You know, Lombardi and I have a good relationship, so, you know, I I mean, I respect, obviously, what he does. He's talking about how at least one team flunked him to a tongue of out of their top ten. Or one team in the top ten flunked his physical. And there may be more, at least. And what he was talking about very specifically was it's not just about the hip, it's about... The wrist, which we didn't even know about. I didn't know about. Apparently, he's had two wrist injuries, one broken and one re-injured. The quad, the knee, two ankles, a broken finger. This is what I'm talking about. You cannot trust that Tua Tagovailoa is going to be there for you each and every week. And even if he plays and grinds through it, how many times is he not going to be on the injury list? How many times is he going to be able to practice a full week? And play without any risk, without any concern. I'm sorry, some guys are just more injury prone. You know, like Darius Geis. At this point, I'm sorry, he's just more injury prone than Adrian Peterson. He just is. He might be better now when he's healthy, when he's on the field. But he's not available, period. That's been proven over two long years. That's important. All right. We wanted to open up with that because that's an important news story um, in terms of where we're at in terms of Tua Tonga Viola because people are still connecting the Redskins. I've been told by multiple people uh, behind the scenes the Redskins are not in that business, but I can't rule it out 100%. I can't rule it out 100%. Uh, they shouldn't be, but I can't rule it out 100%. All right, Ron Rivera next on the Locked on Redskins podcast.
Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, this is the Locked On Redskins Podcast. Good to have you with us right here. I am uh, Chris Russell. Make sure you follow at Russellmania621, at Russellmania621, the podcast at Locked Redskins. Read me, redskinsreport.com, part of Sports Illustrated and SI.com, redskinsreport.com, uh, as well, Warpath Magazine by subscription, and still from time to time on 106.7 The Fan and the radio.com app. All right, without further ado, let's get to Ron Rivera who we played you the first six cuts on the Locked on Redskins podcast on our last edition. Now we're going to play you as much as we possibly can in the time uh, that we have. And he was asked and started talking about the draft process and what the Redskins and he as a first-time coach here in Washington uh, are dealing with with the virtual draft, with the moving, with the not being in the team facility, with not being able to go to pro days and Everything that goes in, which somehow, some way, stupidly, by the way, uh, media members are completely dismissing, and they're so wrong. Uh, but here's Ron Rivera on making the best out of a bad situation. Um, we're actually going to get started tomorrow uh, with our with our positional coach readings, and in, in terms of they'll be reading, you know, what they now saw on the tape. Now we're relying on the coach's point of view, their perspective on how these players play, what their skill sets are. And whether or not we believe they'll fit into uh, fit into our, our systems, you know, it's not just about being a great football player, but you've also got to be a guy that's got to be able to be, be part of a fit. And um, you know, because a lot of times, if, if if all you go off of are their numbers, not off of their football ability, whether or not their football ability will transfer into fitting into your system or style of play, um, you know, you've got to be really smart and diligent about that. We feel good about that. We're going to find out just how good we are in terms of, of being able to evaluate whether it's from the the college uh, scouts perspective or from the positional coach perspective, but it, 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 it's a little bit of, of, of going back to the way it used to be done. And so we're, we're, we're challenged with that. But um, I, I, like I said, I'm excited. because I, I really do. I think Kyle Smith has, has done a tremendous job on uh, the last few drafts, just looking at the young talent he's brought in. And Ron, how about the decision to trade for Kyle Allen from the Carolina Panthers? I think it'd be a good con. Competition, I really do, mostly because having been around Kyle for two seasons and kind of watched him interact with the quarterbacks that were in the room. You know, he was in the room with a very strong personality in Cam Newton, and 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 Kyle handled himself tremendously. And 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 I, you know, I, I really do think you know. And then we had Taylor Heineke, who was who was really he was Taylor's understudy, and, and and he was great with Taylor. So I just know what kind of person he is, and just feel that he's the kind of guy that's going to go on this. He's not threatened by anything. What he's really concerned about is doing the best job he can. And if he ends up starting and being the guy, great. He'll he'll be fired up about it. And if he's not, if he's if he's in a backup role, he'll be fired up about that as well. I mean, he's he's the right kind of person for that room, and that's what I felt really strongly about. And that's why you know we were able to make the deal with, with Carolina and bring him in. I just think that he's he's got he's got that real good sense about him that you know being part of something is better than being an individual. And what about that tight end position? Couple of bodies, 
but nobody that's clear cut. You know, Logan Thomas is a guy that that we see some glimpses of of uh, of that type of athletic ability. You know, uh, Pete Hainard, I tired in coach, felt very strongly about this guy's uh, uh, abilities, mostly because he thought he was a very smart and savvy football player. He's a t- tremendous athlete, and he's just learning and getting the position right now. Remember, he's a converted quarterback, a guy that you know has has a skill set that that's a little unique because of his his understanding of the way offenses work. Um, we brought in Richard Rodgers, a guy that's had success when he was in Green Bay playing with Aaron Rodgers. Um, you know, one of the things I got, to, you know, I got to know Aaron a little bit. And one thing Aaron always thought that this this was a kind of a guy that you know was was always a safety valve, a go-to guy that just knew how to get himself open and in position. And I can also say every time we played against Green Bay, uh, Richard had a good game. So he's another guy that we just feel that could come in and compete and be part of what we're trying to do. You know, this offense is is basically what we what we it's, it's a multi-personnel offense. We're not going to just sit there in 11 personnel, you know, three wide receivers or 10 four wide receivers. We're going to go back and forth. We're going to go with one wide one tight end, two tight ends, three tight end type of offenses. So, having multiple tight ends on your on your roster is going to be very beneficial to you. So, these guys we all believe are going to fit um, with can we target them? Yeah, we could, but you know, we also feel that there's some other positions that are that, that in this draft that, that are available that, that would really fit some needs for us as well. So again, we're you know all options are open to us when it comes to each one of those rounds that we're picking. And obviously, we don't have the second round pick, which was a little bit of a hole in it. But, but having a first and a third, and having an early third is, is is still a very valuable pick. So we feel we can fill a couple of really good needs with our first and third round picks. So we're excited about it, looking forward to it, and we'll see how it all unfolds. All right, and that is Redskins head coach Ron Rivera, not only about the draft process, the awkwardness, if you will, but also about the decision to trade for Kyle Allen uh, and create a quarterback competition and the tight end position as a whole. Certainly, they seem very high on Logan Thomas. There's no doubt about that. And Richard Rodgers, listen, I know this. When he's healthy, he's productive. Like, he's a reliable guy that can get you 30, 35, 40 catches a year. I don't think the Redskins are going to be horrible at tight end. I think they'll find one in the middle rounds here, maybe third round, 66 overall, who knows. I don't think they're going to be horrible. I just don't think they're going to be any good. I, I'm sorry, guy, been injured for two years nonstop. I can't count on him. I can't trust him. I can't plan around him. Uh, and as far as Logan Thomas goes, I think, you know, look, he does have a skill set that you can continue to develop and get better at. There is no doubt about that. Is he ever going to be Rob Gronkowski? Is he ever going to be, you know, a top-shelf Jordan? No, never. You should never expect that. You should probably hope that you can get 30 catches a year and two or three touchdowns a year from Logan Thomas and better blocking. And and that is something that he does have that hasn't been talked about enough. Uh, We're going to save a lot of the quarterback stuff because we talk so much about the quarterback. You heard Ron on Kyle Allen and the competition. I still don't understand how people are thinking that this is a done deal, that Dwayne Haskins is the starter. We will do more of that next week uh, as time allows. All right, so we will have more Ron Rivera coming up to finish up the Locked on Redskins podcast. Stay tuned. This is David Harrison of the Locked on Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. 
Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I'm Chris Russell. Good to have you with us on LOR. And we finish up the Locked on Redskins podcast. Good to have you with us. Again, don't forget to check out who we picked for the Washington Redskins in the Locked on NFL mock draft. That will debut on Friday's episode of the Locked on NFL podcast, available wherever you download the Locked on Redskins podcast via Stitcher, Apple and iTunes, Megaphone, Player FM. Go check it out. Uh, The first six picks coming up on their Friday edition with Brian Peacock and Matt Williamson uh, and the Redskins pick. And not only the picks, but the analysis, the recorded analysis of why we chose. And then we will have that sound for you early next week. Plus, we'll have Mock Draft Monday uh, and we'll have a lot more talk about the quarterback situation for the Redskins and why they shouldn't go after Tua Tagovailoa. Uh, and why it's a legitimate competition between Kyle Allen and Dwayne Haskins. And I have no idea what people are missing here. No idea. Zero. Especially considering that Haskins is still nowhere close to mature enough to handle all the pressure that comes with being an NFL quarterback. Sorry, that's just the case. That's the reality. All right, so we finish it up with Ron Rivera today. And wanted to let you hear what he had to say about bringing in guys on short-term contracts. Because I think this is important. The Redskins are going to have a ton of money. Uh, My buddy Alan Lepore uh, from... Uh, who does you know great great work? Uh, he he um, he covers the Redskins uh, for full press coverage, uh, and he wrote this really interesting column about two weeks ago. I think it was now, maybe three weeks ago. I'm kind of losing track of time about how much the Redskins, how much money the Redskins are going to have projected next year, and it could be anywhere between ninety and hundred and thirty million dollars. And now that they struck out on Austin Hooper, now that they struck out on Amari Cooper, you know, they don't have these big albatross contracts, assuming that Kerrigan doesn't get a contract extension, assuming that Trent, well, Trent Williams not going to get a contract extension. The only question is, is whether they trade him now or whatever, uh, or, or make him sit on the side, whatever. So one-year deals, prove-it-to-me type deals. This was interesting, I think, from Ron Rivera. You, you offer guys certain things and, and they'll look at it and go, you know, what happens if I perform? What if I do my job? What if I'm great? I'm, I'm locked into a little bit longer contract. So a lot of these guys want to come in and, and say, hey, give me an opportunity to compete. Let me prove myself and then we'll see, which I think is great. I, I love the fact that guys are betting on themselves that they're going to come in and prove that they belong, that they deserve a, 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 an extensive contract. So, again, that's what, we're, that's, that, that's what we're trying to do is find out who fits us. And, and a lot of these guys were up for the challenge, so I'm pretty excited about that. Um, and, 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 and sometimes, you know, it's, it's, it's just, you need to fill the, you need to fill the, 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 uh, the void. And, uh, by bringing in some of the guys we have, we, we filled the void, but we've also felt these are all guys that are going to come compete and they want to compete. So I'm excited. I really am. I'm excited about the guys that, that have, have decided to come and be part of what we're trying to build. And then we'll finish up the Locked on Redskins podcast this edition with this. This was the question I asked uh, to the Redskins head coach when it finally got to be my turn. Uh, And I thought it was an interesting answer and 
it certainly has irked some people. And I would say I appreciate the honesty and the candor from Ron Rivera. Uh, and it doesn't bother me. As you know, I've reported and I was told by a real good source that, Ron, that Dan Snyder was not interfering. But I've also said, hey, look, you cannot expect him to keep his hands completely out of the cookie jar. He wants to be involved. He wants to know what's going on. It's his football team. He owns it. He has a right to be informed and to have an opinion and to throw around his thoughts. Now, how he's doing that is certainly the question. And his track record, as we know, is not very good. But here was Ron Rivera on owner Dan Snyder to my question, what was and what is the extent of their relationship so far? I, I probably talk with them daily to every other day. And really it, it, it's, it's about what we're doing, what we're planning on doing, what's happening more so than anything else. I think the biggest he's really asked is, is, is really that he just wants to be informed, you know, more so than just, you know, turning it over and then, then turning a blind eye. You know, he, he, he's, I think he did the laissez-faire thing where it was, you know, he was hands off out of the way. So he just wants to know. And that's all it is. Um, you know, we talk through things. Um, you know, I've asked him for advice on certain things and certain issues, but for the most part, he's letting us do our thing. I mean, he, he's, 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 he'll call in and just ask how things are going. What do you think? Um, where are you guys now more so than anything else? But like I said, the conversation is daily and uh, to, to almost every other day. So um, it, it's, it's been good. It, it really has um, you know, he's, he's not here to impose his will or anything like that. He's here just to, to make sure we have the tools, uh, that gives us the opportunity to do our jobs. All right. So I think you can say this, there's certainly some reason to be alarmed, concerned if you're in the thought. And I know, uh, talking about a buddy of mine, uh, Grant Paulson, he is not happy about the daily or near daily involvement of Dan Snyder. Listen, uh, I'll say this to Grant, I'll say this to you, I'll say this to anybody that'll listen to me again, period. As long as Dan's not ordering anybody or quote-unquote interfering and saying, hey, you have to do this, you have to do that, we have to select Dwayne, as long as he's not doing that, I understand that he wants to be involved. I understand that he wants to be kept informed. I get it. I understand. He wants to win. He just hasn't known how to win. And he's tried a lot of different things. And he's been patient. And he's been impatient. And he is at a loss for having to... He was so fed up at the end of last year, or really all of last year, it was just building and building and building and building. You cannot expect him to just turn off the faucet. You cannot expect him to just go away. He's always going to want to be informed. He has a right to be informed. He has a right to have an opinion. What he can't do is interfere. What he shouldn't do is order anybody to do anything because that's how this organization has gotten in trouble. Trust the football man that you've hired and the man of character and integrity and things will be better. And hopefully with some wins and some success, that even pushes Dan Snyder further away from the hands in the cookie jar. But that has to happen first. That has to happen. Trust me, he will not have his hands deep into that jar if they win 10 games a year. I guarantee you. All right, that's how we're going to end the Locked on Redskins podcast for this edition. Again, don't forget, Friday, Locked on NFL podcast, depending on when you're listening to this. 
we picked number two, the Redskins, plus about a three-minute analysis on why I made the pick, what I was thinking, and the reasoning for it. And then we will have that audio next week along with much more coverage of the Washington Redskins and all the rumors and what have you. We still have some more Ron Rivera that we have to get to uh, as well. Again, he met with the media for a lengthy amount of time. What's the status on Alex Smith and Reuben Foster? And is there a timetable for success? I think that was an interesting answer uh, as well. Make sure you stay tuned with us right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. Adios. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.